Hello everyone. So it's been a while since I just kind of opened up and talked about what's been going on with me. Um so lately lately I've just been um dealing with the same dude to be completely honest. Um I just was tired of, you know, thinking about it, missing him, whatever. And of course it didn't work out still. Um it didn't go how I would have wanted it to, I think, um, it went kind of how I expected, to be completely honest, but, um, that doesn't mean it hurt any less, and honestly, it kind of hurt more, because, you know, I was being told certain things, but I just, um, I just don't think that that's a person I really need to be trying to be involved with like in any way right now um you know when people consistently disrespect you even if you left the relationship with them it doesn't matter like um as a person if they can't even be understanding and respect you and um be honest with you you really are just wasting time and and it, I'm not even going to say the longer you're involved with this person, the longer it'll take for the right person to come along because you have to think of yourself as the right person. And it's really unhealthy to tell women, well, just wait for the right guy or he'll come when you least expect it. And, you know, you'll meet him when you're not thinking about it anymore. Like you're you're essentially in a way you're conditioning mentally to expect something that may or may not happen and when you give women that hope that you don't even know will happen it's toxic to them and their mental health because now in the back of their mind they have this expectation that the perfect man for them who looks handsome like he like like they like and he's nice and he's financially stable and all these things like you're telling them to expect it at some point in your life you need to expect that you're going to meet this man and to expect something that may not happen is nothing but disappointment and then that leads to depression for a lot of women because they've been told all their lives you know throughout their adulthood that well, you'll meet the right guy, you'll meet the right guy. So now they're thinking, well, I'll meet him, I'll meet him. Then you don't. And now you're depressed about it because everybody's been telling you, you're going to meet this imaginary person. So I, I don't want women to live their lives expecting to meet a man, hoping to meet a man. Like, if you want to be with the right person, then you just be the right person for yourself. Take care of yourself focus on yourself. Um, A man may or may not be a part of that picture for you. And you have to learn to be okay with that. Otherwise, if you're not, you're always going to be searching for a partner, a relationship or whatever. And my mom told me that it took her a really long time to realize that she just has to focus on herself. Because she wanted to be in a relationship 
and it didn't happen. It ha- it didn't happen. And people probably kept telling her the same thing. You'll meet him when you least expect it and you'll meet the right guy and you know, just do this and maybe you'll meet him. And that time did not come. And now um it's hurtful. It's hurtful to wake up every morning by yourself because somebody some somebody in your family or some friend told you that that wouldn't be how your life was going to look. You was going to have a man next to you. Now every day you wake up and you don't have that. That's very hurtful to experience and you experience a lot of loneliness and sadness because you're expecting it. And I just don't want to be sad about something I can't control. I can't control if I meet a man. I can't control if um, a man randomly sees me at a store and wants to talk to me. Like, I can't control any of those things. Only I can control how I feel about myself. And it does get influenced by how other people treat you. And so it's not to say that other people can't hurt your feelings, even though some people like to say that they can't. But no, other people can definitely hurt your feelings, but you can be in control of how you process that. Like if somebody told me something hurtful and I process it in a way to understand that they're either projecting on me or they're being judgmental on me to make themselves feel better, um, whatever they're doing is just very negative and it shouldn't affect how I feel about myself. It shouldn't affect how... um, valuable I am as a woman like it shouldn't affect any of that and my problem a lot of time was putting my value on what a man thought about me that was my biggest lesson that I have yet to learn that I was still in the process of learning it Um, I remember going to therapy and this was a long time ago and my therapist told me that you have to learn that how somebody feels about you doesn't determine your value. So just because he doesn't like you, it shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself because you're putting too much energy on how they're treating you, how they're talking to you, how they feel about you. And you're taking all of that and you're saying all of that determines my value as a woman and it determines my self-esteem. And so that means your self-esteem is going to be at the core of the center of the earth then because they're treating you like crap so now you're going to be feeling like crap because they are not a good person and when she told me that stuff I just kind of was just like yeah you know I agree with it because you know of course that was right but I still was doing that in the most recent experience I was having with this man who um not only Um, would disregard my feelings 99% of the time, but make numerous excuses as to why they weren't spending time with me. And also um, the fact that they would, you know, say certain things about me that would be very hurtful to me. And trying to basically resolve any accountability that they were hurting my feelings and told me that, well, that's on you. Like, your feelings is your your stuff. Like, that don't have nothing to do with me. And it's just like, how dare you say that when you can't even treat me with human decency? 
You can't even be honest. I feel like being honest is a very basic thing to do. And experiencing that for like the third or fourth time with the same man was just showing me that no matter what, this person is just not ever going to be it for me. Because if they can't even treat me with kindness, even if they aren't able to give me the type of relationship I want, they can't even treat me with kindness and respect right now. Why would I want to wait around to see what it's like on the other side? If they can't even do that now, then they don't even deserve me later. You see what I mean? Like, why why would I want to keep going through this at the bottom? Then when they get to the top, they they already done disrespecting me as a woman so much that they probably would cheat anyway. Like, or not even always cheat, but de- be deceitful. They might be doing stuff behind my back I don't know about. You know, he would constantly do things and not tell me. He would tell me to my face, this is why I never open up and tell you everything. So that means there's a lot of things I just don't know and will never know. So why would I ever want to be in a relationship with somebody that would would be able to even speak to me that way? Um, and it's just basic questions that a lot of women would need to ask themselves. And I... Um, You know, I regret a lot of things and I regret at least, you know, doing certain things with this person, but I don't regret following my heart about it just because sometimes you do have to follow that path just to see what it looks like. And I definitely saw what it looks like for like the third time. And I think I've had enough, you know, it's men are really simple for the most part when it comes to women. Either they want you or they don't. And, you know, you'll have some men that try to dismantle that whole belief, the belief that either it is or isn't. And they'll be like, well, there's a lot of other things involved. And that's not always true. But it is true, though. You know, don't let a man try to tell you and gaslight you into believing that what's the truth is no longer true for him, that he's exempt when he's a man like the rest of them and most men especially black men um do a lot of the same things and a lot of them have been raised in brokenness they've been raised without a father and if that was the case that will a hundred percent impact how he treats you and how he views women hundred percent And there's nothing you can do about it. That's something that he has to go to God about or go to whatever his deity is about it and try to fix that on his own because he's never going to know how to treat a woman. You know, some men think that, well, if I just buy her stuff, that's treating her good. And there is no substance in, in money. It's just money. It's an empty thing. There's nothing involved in it. So a man that's not willing to do non-tangible things for you, communicate with you on different levels, get to know you, be sensitive to your needs, um, and then you be there for him when he calls, you answer. Like It's not like you're not doing nothing either, but you'd have to find just the right person for you if, if that is what you want. Right now, there's nothing about any man that is desirable to me. There's nothing that entices me or draws me to any man that would tell me I want to be with him. It's nothing that he's offering that I want. It's not nothing offered to me 
that would change my mind right now because all they bring most of the time is penis and heartache and headaches and stress because it's something that they're not telling you. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. That's that's chaos. That's trauma. That's deceit. Like, that's what all that means. And a lot of men will disagree because the at least black men are probably the most unaccountable men that we've seen. That we see. We see this. You've seen it. I've seen it. Um, there was even a video of a white man and a black man on a podcast talking and the white man was saying you want a wife but you're not a husband you want somebody to commit to you but you're not even providing for her and you telling her she owe you something if you're not providing for the woman she don't owe you anything so why is it that white men think like that but black men don't because of the patriarchy because of slavery because of all these other things and that that's true but at the end of the day, the time we live in now, black men do have an opportunity to do better. But as a collective, are they doing it? Some are. But the everyday black man, is he doing it? No, he's not doing it. He barely is trying to keep himself afloat and figure out what the heck he want to do with his life. Some of them got three, four, five kids running around that they barely see. You know, um... It's just a very interesting phenomenon that's among the black community. And I don't foresee it changing. And I think majority of black men are not going to change or be better. I think they talk a good game and they be like, well, I want to do this and I want to be that and I want to be married. But you're not even working towards that because the woman you have in your life, you treated her like trash. And somehow you think magically you're just going to be a husband. Magically, you're just going to be a husband one day when you just meet the person of your life. You just think automatically you just going to switch. That is just the most unrealistic, imaginative thing I've ever heard. If you're not working towards something and growing in that, it you ain't going to change. You're going to be the same dirtbag you've been. The same one. Lying, deceiving, manipulating, the narcissism, the ego, the sociopath, the psychopath type of personality traits, you know, the disassociation from self, the devoid of emotion, of intimacy. That's all you. And it's not going to change just because you meet somebody that you think is just the most beautiful woman you ever seen. That's not going to change. And you still going to treat her bad, too. So... The best thing you can do is get out while you can. Get out while you don't have kids. You know, I was upset that... I kind of was upset that I didn't have a kid with him. And I kind of was upset that it wasn't possible with him. Because I thought it was a reflection on me as a woman. And it's not. Because if I go sleep with another man, I might get pregnant. And he not going to have no issue with that. Like... So it doesn't reflect me as a woman. I'm still a woman, you know. Um, It just means that that person has their own stuff that don't have nothing to do with me. Um, 
because nobody else be having an issue. So that just tells me it's some some up with this person. And this person needs therapy. But how many black men do you know get therapy? How many everyday black men do you know actually go seek professional help or life coaching? Life coaching you can do for like 40 bucks, $25 maybe. $50. Like therapy costs usually 125 to 150 every session. That's most therapists and that's expensive over time. So I I strongly suggest you do life coaching if you don't have um suicidal thoughts. If you have suicidal thoughts, there are hotlines for that. But um I strongly suggest life coaching because it's way more affordable. And it's not therapy, so they're not going to be able to look in your past and dissect why you think how you do and identify the terms that you're experiencing. That's one good thing about therapy is that they look at how you were raised and and compare it to your behavior now. Because 99% of the time is because of how you was raised is how you act in. If you were raised in like discourse and you had to grow up early to take care of your siblings, that's going to affect you in relationships. That's going to affect how you show up um, to your partner and how you identify things, how you understand things. Like the person I was dealing with, the way that they understand things to me is illogical. To them, it makes all the sense. And to all my other friends, it's illogical. So it's just something about that person and their upbringing that has affected them to their core to where they think a lot of things that don't make sense. And they could say the same about me if that's what they want to do because they're, they are kind of tit for tat. Um, I'm tit for tat too, but I'm only like that in defense. I'm not like that because I, I like it. I'm like that because if I feel like you hurting my feelings, then it's war. It, it's war to me. And who wants to be with a man that makes them feel like that? Who? You see what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody want to be with a man you constantly got to fight for your value for. You got to fight for your self-esteem every day with this man. Because every day he's testing you. Every day he's disrespecting you. Every day he's deceiving you. Every day he's lying to you about something. Every day he's, he's mistreating you in some type of way. And he don't think so. He thinks he's fine. He thinks he's normal. Just because y'all not in a relationship, he don't have to treat you with human decency. What kind of a monster is that? I I don't know. But to me, that's a scary individual. Um, That's somebody that I need to stay clear away from. And I've said that before, and I'll say it again. Like, if you need to block somebody, then you by all means do that. Yes, I went back and forth with him, told him I wouldn't block him. But I had to do what's best for me at the end of the day because he not doing what's best for me. He don't care about how he make me feel or how he's hurting my feelings. So why should I put his above mine? I should not ever do that. So I blocked him for my sanity and my peace of mind. It's a lot quieter. I don't have to deal with somebody calling me and hanging up in my face. I don't have to deal with somebody calling me, waking me up early in the morning before I want to get up that just want to run their mouth and then at the end of the day I don't hear nothing from them like I don't have to deal with that and it's sad that I even was to the extent that I was dealing with it 
because I have a hard time of letting go of this person because I thought that they were the person for me, but they treated me so bad. It, they couldn't be. They couldn't possibly be the person for me and treating me like how they was. Making all the excuses in the book to not see me. It's just a constant disrespect. Like, I have a lot of things going for myself. I have a lot to offer a man. I have a lot of love to give to a man. Why am I wasting it on this one? Who not even appreciating it? Who not even making time for it? Why am I wasting all that on this person who don't even deserve it from me? Why was I doing that? And that's a question I'm still struggling to answer because I really don't know why other than the fact that I was following my feelings and I felt a certain way about this person. I don't think it was love, if I'm being completely honest, because love don't hurt like this. Love don't feel like this and love don't treat you like this. Um, But I do think a lot of it was infatuation, infatuation and lust. That's what I think it was. Um, And it just wasn't worth it. At the end of the day, it just wasn't worth it. He wasn't worth it. And the situation was not worth it. Because the only person that was really hurt that was forced to walk away was me. And he says he was hurt about it. And he might have been. He might be hurt that I blocked him. Or he's just, you know, discarded me to the point where he don't care. And he's just like, well, whatever, you know, because... He don't have the capacity to communicate effectively enough to where a solution could have been made or we could have actually talked about stuff. Like, I tried to talk to him multiple times, um, and it went, you know, one ear out the other. Or he might be active in that conversation, but later on, that conversation went out the window. Like, it's just so many things wrong. So many things wrong. And the only type of woman he would need to be with is somebody that grew up in his environment that understands things the way that he does. He can't be with no woman that grew up differently um, because he don't have the, the capacity. And saying the, compa- the capacity doesn't mean like he's not able to comprehend things. But because of how he thinks, it, it won't match. It won't, it won't make sense. You know, um, but that's, I mean, that's basically my experience. I mean, I think I've been saying this repeatedly over and over, but like how I feel about it now, like I followed my heart and it didn't do me any good because I just ended up more hurt than the last. I was bawling my eyes out over it. I got in a car wreck. Um, I wasn't following my heart when I got in the car because I went to go talk to this other person that I really did not want to talk to. But my dad kept pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to talk to him because he was like, well, this guy must really like you because he's still in your life and he's still around or whatever. That man don't even talk to me every day. And I'm just listening to my dad because he my dad. Right. And he a man. So I'm like, OK, well, maybe when I come home from now, I get in a car accident. So I'm just like. That's the last time I follow anybody's heart or mind other than my own. That's the last time I'm going to do it. If I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. If I don't feel comfortable doing it, I'm not doing it. Even my mom talking about, well, just get a new car. I'm not doing it because I don't want to get a new car. I don't want a car. No, every month my car paid off. I'll just pay for it to get fixed 
because I don't I don't think it'd be more than five thousand dollars. So I'm gonna just pay for it to get fixed. Um, you know, all the broken promises from this other dude too, talking about he gonna pay for my Uber. He never did, and I told him I was like, oh, you don't have to do that, but he still could have did it if he really wanted to help me. But did he do it? No. Um, trying to help with my mom's um business, and he was like, oh, well, I'll help you. But is he helping me? No. Did he follow up on that? No, he didn't because he don't care. He never had no really real intention of doing it. He's just a liar at heart and he don't know nothing different. Like, and this is not a man God sent to me, obviously, because if God sent this man to me, this is not how it would look. This is not how I'd be treated. This is not how I'd be feeling like it would be nothing but love. And this is nothing but hate. And um, it's just sad to experience it. And Honestly, I need to look at the fact that I didn't get pregnant as a positive, the fact that I couldn't get pregnant with him as a positive, because why would I want to be attached to somebody who constantly disrespect me? You know, why Why would I want to be attached to somebody like that for the rest of my life? No, I, I, I just, I would be so unhappy. I'll be, so, I, I'm unhappy now, but I'll be even more unhappy. And if that's possible, I will be even more unhappy and sad if I was pregnant by him and he was treating me how he was. And he the type of, of dude would probably be like, well, how you know it's mine type of mess. You know, just ignorant. And then the fact that I was not ever for sure knowing if I was the only person he was sleeping with because he wasn't honest with me because he felt like he didn't have to tell me if we wasn't together when he still has to tell me because I have a right to make that informed consent on my body. I have a right to that. And if you dis if you not telling me something, then you being um dis you being deceptive. And you should never be telling somebody it's none of your business and they exposing their body to stuff that they don't know. That is their business. Their body is their business. You don't have a right to tell somebody I don't have to tell you that. And if you do feel like that, then nobody should be sleeping with you because you out here running rampant with STDs and all this kind of stuff. Um, And then not to mention, if they smoking and sharing blunts with all these strange men and you don't know what women he doing that with and then he come and kissing you days later, that's nasty. That is disgusting. And then I, I just wasn't even thinking about that because I trusted him. I did trust him to some extent that he wasn't kissing nobody else or he wasn't sleeping with nobody else. But then recently when I asked, like last week, he talking about it's none of my business. I'm like, so this whole time, I probably done been exposed to stuff. I probably done caught stuff in my body, got rid of it by now. I probably been exposed to herpes because he's sharing blunts and probably kissing people that I don't know about. Like, you don't know how bad that feels. I literally was bawling because I was like, how how ignorant could I have really been trusting this person who don't even respect me? Don't don't be like me. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. Just don't do it. And it's hard to not beat yourself up about it. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling not blaming myself for even being back involved with this person. I'm struggling for even following my heart because I knew it was wrong. And I'm struggling with that. I'm struggling so much with that. Um, The fact that he would tell me things, you know, that 
he he loved me and all that kind of stuff. Like, why why would I believe that when his actions show me that he could care less? Why would I believe it? And I'm struggling with that. Because why would he lie about it? Why would he say things that he don't mean? Why would he do that? So, I mean... It's just very hard to deal with, and I know I shouldn't have never went back, but I, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs>